Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 178. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Me too? Yeah, you do. It is the Ed and Bob Show. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and we love being here. I don't know that you like us being here, but we're here anyway. You know, I got a lot of comments on the last show we did. They said we got a little more serious, which they liked. But, um, you know, we covered some tough stuff, and um, it is what it is. That's what Ed and Bob do. We're all over the place. So, All right, Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bobby Zed. This is show number one. Hundred and seventy-eight. I never wow. thought we'd do seventy-eight, much less a hundred and seventy-eight. But uh, here we are. How are you doing, there, Captain? Well, I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on aboard the ship, uh, the good ship Lollipop here, and I've got my cocktail in front of me. <laughs> Eat your heart out. Uh, and uh, so here we are. We're up and rolling. So let's okay. kick this puppy off, Mr. Brantley. Here we are, almost the middle of February. Um, now, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up here in a couple of days. I hope you take care of that uh, lovely bride of yours. Uh-huh. So keep that in mind. Uh, it, it is, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're listening to this show right around the time it came out, uh, be sure you take care of your loved ones during Valentine's Day. But as we normally do, we cover things that happened, you know, around this time in years gone by. So we're into February, Ed. What, what do you got on the old list here? Well, I got something here from uh, February the 1st. And mm-hmm. February is a pretty busy, busy month, but back in 1960 in Greensboro, North Carolina, four African-American students sat down and ordered coffee at a lunch counter inside a Woolworth store. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they asked, they refused service, but they did not leave. Instead, they waited all day, and the scene, the scene was repeated every few days. And over the whole thing, it was about an arrest of 1,600 persons for participating in sit-ins. And they had, that, they had that in Clinton, too, you know, here in Knoxville. On Gay Street, there was something like that. So and, it was, and I won't belabor it, but, you know, to me, as I look back on all that stuff, um, it seems kind of silly because we're all just people. And I know, I know white, Asian, African-American whatever people that I wouldn't trust with anything. And I know some of those same people, I mean, the same races that I trust with everything I have. And mm-hmm. it, it's, it's silly to think because of some of these color of their skin that somehow they um, are, are not as good as you or whatever. And I just, I don't know. I don't know why I'm well, saying I, I that, it, but you know, yeah. I think it's a human thing that that people like to feel better than someone else. And I've also noticed that the whatever age you are makes a difference in this. For instance, that's true. If if you've got a, a person who's in her 90s in your family, they probably feel opposite than you do, Bob. So yes, it it uh, it. I think that's got a lot to do with it. But the children and this well, as a matter of fact, my granddaughter, <laughs> bless her heart, she had a birthday party. Yeah. And uh, we went to it, and she got a bunch of dolls. She collects dolls, so she got right. a bunch of dolls. Okay. And I was surprised to see one of them was a black doll. Okay. 
because this family is is not interracial, and, and, and I just laughed about that. I thought, wow, aren't we getting on the... So anyway, she didn't care. She loved it. So that's, I think the, the, the proof will be in the young ones. You know, I, I, I remember a song by Earth, Wind, and Fire. And the line, one of the lines in this song says, A child is born with a heart of gold. No child is born with uh, prejudices. They are taught or learned. Mm -hmm. And it's most likely by your parents or your peers. So the people you're around, you're going to dislike the people they dislike. Mm -hmm. And um, I, th I think that's the sad part about human nature is children are taught who they need to hate. Oh, we don't like those. Mm -hmm. We don't like those people. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 that's always bothered me. I never told my children that we, you know, we don't like those people. I just... Uh, um, but, but I understand that uh, you're right. A 90 five-year-old person or whatever is going to have a different opinion because that's the way they were raised. Right. So, that's true. Good or bad. Well, let's see. February 3rd, 1913 was a famous day in our history. Well, I wasn't around then. That's when what the happened. 16th Amendment to the U.S. <laughs> Constitution was ratified, granting Congress the authority to collect taxes. Boom, that's boom, the boom. problem we've been having. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> they keep asking me for that. And yeah, I keep saying, I, I ain't got any money. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, the last show we talked about um, the Challenger. It was on February 1st, 2003, 16 minutes uh, before it was to land. The Space Shuttle Columbia broke apart over Texas killing all seven crew members, and they think it was, I remember something, they even have a video, I think, of it later, a piece breaking off at when uh, they blasted off, and it pierced, put a hole in the shuttle, and then when they were landing, it, uh, it caused them to explode, and that was another terrible uh, blow to uh, NASA, but that was 2003. And while they were orbiting around the Earth, they realized that too. They Golly. knew they were. They knew they were doomed. Oh God! What no. a terrible! What, I mean, I, I just wonder if they should have like tried to do repairs, or I wonder if now that <laughs> I wonder if now they they can do repairs, or, or really, it goes back to what I asked several months ago in one of our podcasts: Do we really need to send people in space? Well, make sure they have a lot of duct tape if you do. <laughs> <laughs> or my dad used to call it 90 mile an hour tape because they use right. it in NASCAR. You remember that? That's right. I do. <laughs> I used it on my airplane. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Well, I, I had a, I was flying Birmingham, I think, flying to Birmingham and, yeah. and, and my luggage door came open and something popped out and it put a hole in the wing. What? So, yeah. So. You know, I didn't notice anything at first, but when I landed, I noticed the hole was about six inches big. Ooh. So I got got some duct tape and covered it up and came on home. Well, how fast is a? What did you have a Cessna or something? What did you have? No, it was a. It was a. Uh, well, it was a. <laughs> well, it was a something, but did, yeah. how fast yeah, but would it, your it plane a, go? That was where I was by my question. Oh, okay, it'll go about 178 miles per hour. Because that's why I never really thought about that. How much is a, you know, people's one prop or two prop planes, how fast do they fly? 
So is the average about 170 or 50 or something? Well, yeah, I would say so. Some of them are a lot slower than that. But this one was more for comfort than it was for speed. Some planes are made for speed. Some planes are made for comfort. Mine was a international, and it was, it was made for comfort. Uh, for did you have an autopilot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you put that on autopilot, and, and you and, and your, your wife could go in the back and, and watch movies? Hey, watch out now. <laughs> Join the Mile High Club, huh? There you go, baby. All right. Um, 1861, about this time, Apache Chief Cochise. Cochise was arrested in Arizona by the Army for raiding a ranch. He escaped, declared war, and began what they called the Apache Wars that lasted for 25 years. Yeah. 1861, Ed, doesn't sound like that long ago. No, it doesn't. That's I mean, less than 200 years ago, the, yeah. the Apache Wars. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. What else you got? Well, back in 1933, on February the 6th, the 20th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was adopted. It set the date for the presidential inauguration as January 20th instead of the old date of March the 4th. It also sets January 3rd as the official opening date for Congress. So there you go. That's why it happens a lot. So that's, they, that's when it became uh, official, huh? Yeah. Uh, let's see. We talked last time about somebody being beheaded in 1587. Mary Stewart, who they called Mary Queen of Scots, was beheaded um, after 19 years as a prisoner of Queen Elizabeth I. Um, she was... Um, she was entangled in uh, political events about the Protestant Reformation in England. Uh, but I, I tell you, those English people, they get mad and then they just cut your head off. Yeah, well, she was a Catholic and she didn't like this uh, Protestant thing <laughs> they were doing. So he said, we'll just cut your head off. <laughs> All right, we don't like you. We're cutting your head off tomorrow, okay? Yeah. February 12th, uh, 1999. What happened? The impeachment trial of President Bill Clinton. I Remember did that? not have sex with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> or sexual the relations. Did, there you go. Yeah, the senator stood up <laughs> one by one during the final roll call to vote guilty or not guilty yeah. on Article 1 charging him with perjury. 55 senators, including 10 Republicans and all 45 Democrats, voted not guilty. On Article 2, charging Clinton with obstruction of justice, the Senate split evenly, 50 for 50. And the necessarily two-thirds majority not having been achieved, he went back to the White House and said, The other 90% 90, 90 of them said, dang, I wish I was him. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. What else we got here, Ed? February the 14th, celebrated as Valentine's Day around the world, now one of the most widely observed unofficial holidays in which romantic greeting cards and gifts are exchanged. That's the one you said, don't forget, ladies. Oh, don't so forget. Um, and then, uh, you know, I never, I, I just, this is the first time I've really remembered this. February 15th, I've always heard, remember the Maine. And I was like, I, I don't, why do I need to remember the Maine? It happened in Havana. The U.S. battleship Maine was blown up while at anchor and sank with 260 crew members. Mm. And the uh, incident inflamed public opinion in the U.S., resulting in the declaration of war against Spain in 1898 amid cries of, Remember the Maine! <laughs> so, and the cries are still going. <laughs> and, and here's the last one, Ed, which um, you and I have 
I guess, talked about stuff like this before. February 15th, 1989, not that long ago, not that long ago. Was it 24 years ago? Russia said, we're going to get out of Afghanistan because it didn't work out. Does that sound familiar, Ed? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? They lost 15,000 Russian soldiers during that. Mm-mm-mm. How did we not learn a lesson from that? Absolutely. Absolutely. They should look there and go, wait a minute. Do you remember when Russia... Oh, no, don't worry about that. We're America. Yeah. We're good. We're, we're... Golly. All right, let's get into some questions of the day. Mr. Brantley, you got the first one, buddy. Do we really need a bypass around Knoxville? Hell yes, because I heard Ed Brantley <laughs> stopped it. Boy, that was a mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> Ed Brantley said there's going to be no bypass in this town. We don't need it. And then all of a sudden, what's Mr. Brantley saying now? We need it. <laughs> Uh, and a matter of fact, one of the people who are staunchly against the bypass, the green, the green, what was it called? The green, but anyway, she green, was, yeah, the, whatever yeah, it was. She was a, one of the, she had a farm in Hardin Valley. The but now she is, yeah, she's on commission. So oh she my gets, gosh. She gets to vote one way or the other. But I'm telling you, that was a terrible mistake by not enacting that. It really was. We hey, anytime done. we can bypass more traffic, you should sign mm -hmm. up for it. Absolutely. And I apologize to the world and all you folks in Knoxville for not voting for it. It's my fault. Well, we haven't gotten over it yet. We're still mad at you. <laughs> okay. Give me another chance. <laughs> Here's my question, Ed. You ready? I'm ready. Is it, you know, we, everybody wants everybody to be politically correct, right? All right. Is it logical, logical to think that all people everybody's going to be treated equal. Well, no. People in your house is not treated equal. It's human nature, Ed. We, we all don't treat people like we treat other people for crazy reasons. And, well, we're, and, because, and we're not going to change because of that. We're, we're, because we're humans and we're screwed up. That's right. And, and you can't, I don't think it's humanly possible to treat everybody equally. Amen. Like, Amen. It's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But you can treat them nice. You can help them if you can, but you don't, they're not going to be treated equally. But you if you read them. the media, Ed, if you don't do that, we're going to cancel you. <laughs> well, strike it up, buddy. Tell me what the topic of today is and your sponsor's coming up. All right, it's human trafficking, and uh, that's going to be interesting. My sponsor of the day is Weigel's Kitchen. Those Weigel's stores all have a kitchen, and they got a lady comes in at 6 o'clock in the morning and starts cooking. They do breakfast options, lunch and dinner, and you can get rewarded for doing it. But it's good food on every corner from Weigel's. And no matter what time of day it is, Weigel's has a food covered. Fresh foods, healthy foods, built to order, or grab and go. They've got it just the way you like it, too. And their pizza is superb. It's unbelievable. I think Weigel's, if, a, if there was a, a survey, I think Weigel's might be close to the top in, in, in pizza in the Knox County. I really do. Mm. From all mm. locations. I mean, they do a heck of a job on pizza. And they sell a lot. That's their number one product. Wow. Besides gasoline, but it's pizza. I mean, they sell a lot of pizza. 
Buddy, I'm like Pavlov's dog. You already got me drooling over here. I don't know if they want me to say that or not. Anyway. Well, most people don't want us to say half the stuff we say, but we say it anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, Ed, let's get into the topic of the day, and it's do we still have slavery? I know it, it, even to say that word publicly is like a bad word. How bad is the human trafficking problem in the United States? Did you look at some of these numbers, Ed? Yes. It's it's almost it's unbelievable. Um, I remember they said uh, after the drug problem in the state of Tennessee that human trafficking was the next uh, biggest problem. I'm like, what? Well, this human trafficking has to do with sex, and and a lot of it, yeah, yeah, most of it has to do with sex. You know, when a person is younger than 18 and is used to perform a commercial sex act, it's a crime, regardless of whether there's any force, fraud, or coercion involved. Right. But it, it, that's what it is. That's that's they get these they get kids that are running away from home, and they they they're nice to them, and then they get them locked up somewhere, and they won't let them out unless they do this, and that's how it all starts. Mm, it's unbelievable. Um, uh, the numbers. Yeah. Here's the the here's the thing, and listen to this. Um, in the United States, children under the age of 18, um, 30,400 are of the uh, almost 100,000 uh, people that go missing every uh, year in that age group. 600,000 people in the United States, 600,000 people in the United States go missing every year. And 4,400 of them are found, but their, their bodies are found, and they're unidentified. And the, and the fact of the people that, first of all, go missing. Right now, there's over, there's over 100,000 people that are missing, and they have no idea where they went. Well, a lot of these are exactly what you're talking about, Ed. They get brought into this human trafficking for sex. Now, some, I think it's a small portion, are labor, uh, maybe migrant workers, people that are promised to get citizenship if they come in and do work and, uh, you know, they can't speak English and they don't know anybody and they're led around. But you're right, there's a lot of this uh, sexual human trafficking going on in the United States. And the mm -hmm. numbers, the numbers would shock you. People think, oh, that doesn't happen in my neighborhood. That, that in our state, that's not in the South. Let me tell you, folks, you are completely wrong. I just, I, I look at these numbers, and it just, it's just amazing, Ed. It is. It's, it's entirely too much, isn't it? Well, I, mean, I think, I think that, and, and we talked last time about social media. Mm -hmm. I, I do believe that a lot of the people that are lured into this human trafficking in the sex industry, these young people think they're, they're talking with some friend online or somebody they just met who they really think is cool. And uh, well, let's meet down so-and-so and we're gonna meet. And then they're kidnapped, they're gone. And I think social media is used for a lot of this. Oh, no doubt, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I remember reading a story about people who, who hung out at the bus stations. Uh, 
and uh, they would pick out their their projects when the, they would get off the bus and go up to them and offer them some food or some money or something, you know, and then kind of get their uh, interest up and then, then they get them into it. And that was, uh, I think that was the start of Magnolia Avenue right there. Well, and here's some more stats for you. These, these are staggering statistics. In the world, this is the world, not just the United States, they estimate that 49 plus million people are slaves. Forty-nine, over 49 million people. It estimates that in 2021, 27.6 million people were in forced labor. 17.3 million were exploited in the private sector. 6.3 million were in commercial sexual mm. uh, uh, exploitation. I, I mean, the, uh, and, and a lot of this is your underage people. Mm -hmm. It's just staggering, Ed, to think that in the world, 50 million people are basically slaves. Wow. And we think there's no more slavery uh, in the world. Mm -hmm. Well, <clears throat> it's like those people who saw down in, in, in the slum areas of towns. You know, they're, they're, they're just unknown. And they're, they're missing. They're missing people. Yep. And they're just sitting on the sidewalk, getting high or doing what they can to survive. And, and, it's, it's, and those are adults. Of course, the children are... I don't see many children doing that. Well, just think about this. Wrap your brain around this. In okay. the United States, in our 50 states, 600,000 people a year disappear. Mm. Where are they? 600,000, not 6,000, not 60, 600,000 people just go poof. Well, I don't think all that's bad. I mean, they may want to disappear. There's been time in my life I wish I had disappeared. <laughs> you know, seriously, no, I I'm, sure, I'm sure that's probably true of everyone. The, uh, uh, but you think they so, would pop back up somewhere? Well, nobody's looking for them anymore. You know, if, if nobody's looking for you, it's not going to pop back up. It, it's hard it, for it, you to be found? Yeah, it's hard to be found. And you can, you can, you know, most of the cases we hear about this are somebody who's either famous or from a nice family or they stole something. <clears throat> but they, anyway, they have a, you know, but they, uh, it's not unusual to do that. You, you might lose, lose, leave a bad marriage, for instance, and just, just disappear and not want to be found again. Well, I just, I just think that um, those are smaller little portions here and there. Well, I agree. I, 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 think, I think with, with 600,000 being the number that are disappearing every year, that there's got to be, there's got to, there's got to be something going on that we're not aware of. There's not 500,000 uh, spouses disappearing every year. The, but there's no, there, but there, yeah, I there's something going on. Yeah, and it's disturbing. So you're certainly right about that. All right, what else you want to say about this? I know we're going long again. Yeah. Anything else? No, I'm gonna let it go with that. It's a it's a horrible thing.
All right, tell everybody what's coming up, and I got my sponsor. All right. Uh, coming up, we're going to get into the mailbox and complaints and have a whole lot of fun. <laughs> our <laughs> there you fun's go. our middle name, babe. All right, we, uh, here's my sponsor for the day. It's Ben Lucky. And I was, I was down there the other day, and I went in there, and I saw, uh, I, mean, I saw power tools. I saw crazy things mm. that were selling for 4 and $6. And, and you're thinking, this thing is like $50. If you've been lucky, what they do is they buy the stuff you return that you don't uh, keep. It's all brand new stuff, but it's sent back to you know Lowe's, Home Depot, uh, Amazon, whatever. They don't go back for sale. They're wholesaled out and by huge truckloads. Been lucky buys those truckloads and brings them in on Wednesday and Thursday, and then they're put into these bins. They open up on Friday. Everything is eight dollars. Saturday, everything is six dollars. Sunday, everything's $4. Monday, if anything's left, $2. And on Tuesday, you can clean out the bins with a buck a piece, baby. And it's uh, right there on <laughs> Meadowbrook Pike, uh, 4426 Meadowbrook Pike, across from the KEB substation. Get lucky with me and Ed as we've been lucky. Lucky, yeah. Well, Bob, let's get to the mail. You ready? Open them up, babe. All right, here you go. This is Tater from Texas. Bob, what's your favorite gun? Ooh, that's a great question. Uh, I'll tell you what my favorite gun is because uh, it, it was very difficult for me to get it. And it's an FN 5.7. And it shoots the fastest uh, bullet in a pistol. Um, and it's, uh, it has no kick, but it's very loud to scare everybody around it. And it's the weapon that the Secret Service carries. Oh. And um, you can even buy armor-piercing rounds if you're a lawman or if you're in the Secret Service or something. I can't. But um, it, it's an incredible gun. What about you, Ed? What's your favorite gun? Well, I was going to ask you, where do you buy that gun, Bob? Oh, I got it in an auction. <laughs> Did you really? Well, they rarely... You can't buy them online. Mm. Uh, I mean, you can't buy them... Because nobody ever has them, but you, mm -hmm. if you go stand in line forever, maybe you can order one. But uh, I, I got mine at an auction. Oh, what about that? Okay, my favorite gun, gun is a Smith & Wesson mm -hmm. uh, Shield Plus 9mm pistol. Ooh, okay. And How I many will it hold in the clip? It holds nine. I have it here. I've got two clips. One holds 12 or 14, something like that. But it, it's, I have it here on my desk, and this is, yeah. I have a nice little carrying thing for that. But this is the gun I like to carry. Also, I have another pistol that uh, uh, is much smaller than this one, but this is a nice weighted pistol. I think it's one of America's favorites. And Do you ever carry way, a revolver? No. I've got one. I don't ever carry it. Go ahead. Well, I, is that the one you're going to sell? No, I'm not. Nothing's for sale, baby. I'm telling you. What. <laughs> that, that FM five seven will hold twenty two in the clip, the wow. normal clip, the normal clip, because it's a small bullet. Wow. Yeah. I have to check in on that, buddy. You know, I do have one of those dare, uh, dirty hairy guns, the Smith and Wesson, um, uh, and forty five bullets. Um, it's not a 45, it's a 44. 54. 44, yeah. 44, and it's got the 8-inch uh, barrel on it, and mm. that thing is like a cannon, baby. Oh, I know it, yeah. Oh, my God. But yeah. it's heavy. It's so damn heavy. Mm -hmm. So, 
anyway, I like I like to shoot them. So, well, find me an FN fifty seven. I can't wait. You need to have one, baby. You, uh, you right. want to hear how much I bought mine at auction for? How much? Two thousand. Whoa! Yeah, how many you want? <laughs> <laughs> All right, open up that mailbox one more. Let's do one more. All right, here we go. This is Valerie from St. Louis, Missouri. Which medium is more influential? TV, radio, newspaper, or social media? Oh, my. I don't really know anymore. I, I know it's not newspaper. I know that. Yeah. For a fact. And, you yeah. know... Uh, radio, you don't have the visual, um, so TV and social media both have visual. What do you think? I think it's television. Do you? Mm-hmm. I really do. Well, I, I, it's, it's either media. that or social media, one or the other. Yeah. Well, I'd say they're both kind of together, but, you know, with social media, if you're not on on television, you have a favorite newscaster. Yeah. And, and that newscaster always speaks the truth to you and lets you know what's going on. Walter so on social media, you know, you don't have any, you don't have a, a, a person who's, who's authoritative like that. And you don't have, they, they just, they can say whatever they want to on social sure. media. Well, they say whatever they want to on television too. But anyway, I think it's TV probably. Well, you may be right. I mean, that's, you know, it's a popular thing that, that, that I guess. I was naive for a long, long time, though, Ed, thinking that every uh, news announcer on TV had no opinion about the news. <laughs> Boy, have, have my eyes been opened up. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know, yeah, that's, that's right. disappointing, though. Mm-hmm. All right, let's start the complaining. Uh, this All is right. the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bobby Zed. Ed, I'd like for you to give me a complaint. All right. Is Valentine's Day just another holiday where you go out and spend money and get about five minutes of happiness out of it and come in with flowers and candy and cards and all of that. I remember Valentine's Day at Bearden, Bearden Elementary School, Bob, and I would take a box of Valentine cards and pass them out to the girls. And mm-hmm. you can't do that anymore because you got to give some to the boys too. But I also remember walking from Kingston Pike where I lived all the way down North Shore in the snow and put a box of candy on the door of this young lady. Yeah. Uh, and I was afraid to knock on the door. Wow, man, you really liked that. her, but you yeah, were scared. Yeah. You're a wuss. <laughs> That's not the Ed Bradley I know, baby. He's <laughs> no. knocking on the door and saying, hey, get in out here. <laughs> that was, that was um, a long time ago. You know, I can remember first grade. You'd get, you know, the old grocery bag from the store, and you'd 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 draw a picture on it with a heart and all this stuff, and you tape it up on the front of the underneath the chalkboard, and then uh, people would put little uh, valentines in it. And if if you looked in yours and you had only two or three, and everybody else had twenty, you'd say, "Dang, man." Darn. I'm not, <laughs> darn, I'm not very popular. And, but now we got, you know, it's like everybody's got to win a trophy and all that stuff. That's right. But I, my gut feeling is Valentine's Day is a bunch of crap. It's, <laughs> it, it's, it was, it, Hallmark invented it probably or something because, listen, how is it any different from any other day? I mean, I know it. come on, man. I, I think That's it's... Right. I mean, how many people get, more people are disappointed on Valentine's Day than are happy. You're right. And, I, and that's, 
I think we'd be better without it. And I'm, I'm sorry, but I've got to go out and get a card for my wife, by the way. I've got to write myself a note, be sure and do that. All right, I got a complaint for you. All right. Why do we elect people that are not intelligent enough to run the government? Why, why do we elect people that have no experience in doing anything successfully? Can you explain that to me? Well, I guess it's just a popularity contest, or they just, you know, I remember in this last election, well, no, when the last election, it was the election before last, people were just going down the ballot and voting all Republican. And they were telling me they were doing that. They didn't, they didn't know what those people were. They didn't even know them. Yeah. And they were just click, 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 because they wanted Republicans in office. So there you go. You got that idiot up from New York now in office who lied on everything he's done. And it's he even lied about his mother. So it, it uh, that's what happens. Nobody checks it anymore. Well, so nobody it, runs that has any real experience because they're like, I'm not doing that crap. Well, you're right about that. I mean, it is it is something that most people won't do. Like I did, I ran once, but I wouldn't run for re-election. You didn't run for re-election either, did you? Well, you ran for mayor. <laughs> Boy, you're just rubbing it in, aren't you, babe? <laughs> But, I mean, it's, it's the old thing. It's still, I, I know there's one person we've got elected in state government. Well, there's several. But there's one in particular. I guarantee you they can't balance their own checkbook, and they're voting on your budget for the state of Tennessee. And, and, and I, God, I can name you people after people after people. We were, on, we were in the government, and there were people there making decisions. And you and I look at them and go, they're the dumbest people I've ever been around. They don't, <laughs> no, they don't, they don't have know. a, they don't even know what they're doing, and they're voting on this crap because they were the most popular in their district or whatever. And yeah. I, I don't know. There's just we need to have more qualifications for running for office, but I know we're never going to get that. So. Well, you're right. I remember back when I was on the radio a long time ago, when I was doing afternoon drive. I mean, yep. when I first kind of started that. Jim Dick was owner of the station, and I was doing a sound off show, and we did a lot of politics. Yep. And I said, I said, Mr. Dick, I'm thinking about running for mayor. And he said, well, Ed, <laughs> he said, you could probably get elected, but you can't run the city. Or, you know, and it was a city back then. Right. So, and, and he was right. I didn't, have the, I didn't have the knowledge to do that. I didn't know budgets. I, I would have been a disaster, but I was on the radio. But you could have gotten elected, and I would have voted for you, buddy. <laughs> People knew my name. I've been the name. first person to vote for you. Well, well and, but I disagree with what you're saying, that you don't have the experience. I mean, you're one of the most knowledgeable guys I know on how to do make things happen. Well, so you. I'll just disagree with that. But I, I hear what, you know, Mr. Dick was a wonderful person, and, and uh, but... Uh, I, I, we just elect people that have no business being elected. And I, right. I, I don't know how the hell we change that. Mm -hmm. so. Well, I think, I, think you, I think there should be some type of a review of people who are running office. I mean, some way to publicize. Uh, can we have a math test where they see if they can add two and two? Yeah, really. You know, the only place I, I used to go speak when I was running for office was was political clubs. You, yeah. didn't, you, you didn't get to go, you didn't go, sometimes I'd get to go door to door, but 
most of the time they wasn't interested. So it, it just, it's, it's hard to get people interested. It really is. I Maybe agree. That, that'd be a goal for you, Bob. No, I've got, uh, I'm, I'm, my goal is for us to uh, tell everybody how they can listen to this show. That's the only goal well, I got right now. Boy, how how is that? <laughs> I've got, here I have, I have on the internet now a 5.7 uh -huh. pistol. Okay. You ready? Yeah. $9.99.99. You, you better crank it up, baby. And I'm gonna, if you get that, you go ahead and get me one too. Well, since restrictions apply, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it also says out of stock, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. How can they listen to this thing, Ed? All right, in the edandbob.com section, how to comment. You on a, oh, wait a minute, that's yours. No, I'm doing it's, a daggone comment. Yeah, the Ed and Bob show is available at edandbob.com. You can download the Apple Podcast app, Spotify app, or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe on Alexa. In your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn and then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, boys, what do you want to hear? And say this, exactly, Ed and Bob Show. There you go. If you want to comment, we're at edandbob.com in the comment section. And uh, email us, edandbob at yahoo.com. <laughs> we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to follow us around. Come on out to the house and uh, say hi ho Ed, you got any shout outs? You, you told me you promised me you'd have some. Well, I've got, a, I've got a couple. I've been putting uh, these off. One is okay. Cindy Mitchell. Okay. The lovely Cindy Mitchell. And another is Harry Taylor from up okay. in Virginia. The furniture okay. wizard, right? Know him? <laughs> the furniture king. Yeah. You got anything? Well, I don't. Um, I should have prepared something. Um, okay. You know, well, we can do a business shout out to uh, right. Knoxville Wholesale Furniture. There if, you go. If, if you've heard their commercials, then you know what my voice sounds like. But uh, talking about talk furniture. Fast. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. They give you 45 seconds of copy and they say, make it a 30. And you're going, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Matter of fact, the last time I saw Harry Taylor was at Knoxville Wholesale Furniture. There you go. Yeah, buddy. He's sitting there and he said, it's Ed Brantley. And I said, what about you, buddy? All right, Ed, tell everybody what the next show is going to be about. Is public education better than ever or no? Ooh. Oh, there's a lot of people got an opinion on that, Mr. Brantley. Well, you're right. So, all right, I hear the music. We're out of here. Ed, have yourself a wonderful Valentine's Day in a couple of days here. And, uh, be sure you get your wife a card, and God, I'm going to buy flowers, a card, candy, and everything oh, yeah. Yeah, after sticking my foot, uh, foot in my mouth. So, yeah. All right. See you, buddy. See you. Bye. Bye. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head?